0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Anime Casuals. I am Lucky, and welcome back to the weekend talk, guys. Uh, unfortunately, our uh, schedules uh, were conflicted between me, Michael, and Johnny. Uh, I was a little bit busy today, so I'm taking the lighter load. Uh, they will be uh, talking about on the casual discussion on Tuesday uh, about the best anime of 2022. Um, and yeah, I think uh, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see. Um, you know, some of the anime that came out. Uh, so if you guys missed, um, you know, the other day uh, when we talked about, uh, last week, sorry, uh, when we were talking about what we were going to include, I don't know if we were very specific. So I'm going to leave this as uh, open-ended as possible or as spoiler-free as possible. Um, but we are talking about, and it doesn't exactly have a hype order yet, but My Hero Academia is going to be at the very end Um but uh, I'll talk about it in this in because I got a little bit to talk about with Trigon Stampede. But um, we're gonna start off with uh, Handyman Saito in Another World uh, episodes one and two. Just talking about them in general. Um, I'm gonna try and leave out as many spoilers as I can. Um, but once again, this is in the first two episodes, so it's nothing too crazy. Um, that's gonna you know ruin the whole series for you or anything like that. Then we're gonna talk about the giant beast of ours, um, and that's ours with an A R S. Uh, episodes 1 and 2 and trigon Stampede episode 1 episodes 1 and 2 and My Hero Academia season 6 episode 128 but uh yeah let's go ahead and start off with um handyman so handyman Saito was my pick uh it's it's one of those uh actually funny enough I think we picked besides Tr- Trigon Stampede we picked a kind of some ob- obscure anime here um, and by the way, if you're wondering where to find all of these, we are watching th- all, like, three of them on Crunchyroll, so My Hero, obviously, Trigon Stampede, and Handyman Saito. Giant Beast of Ours is, I think, a High Dive exclusive, uh, so, just throwing that out there, although I know most of you guys are probably pirating your anime anyway, so, um, <laughs> um, Either way, uh, yeah, so we have a handyman Saito in another world. This is a very interesting one. Um, I talked about it before, but uh, basically, the idea is a man who, um, who was a handyman in, the, in, in his previous life in Japan, um, gets East into another world. And basically, if you don't know what a handyman is, they, they're kind of like a util, um, uh, You'll you'll you usually hear them called like a utility worker those types of things, um, basically acts as like a um, a fix all for everything. So if you're um, if you're uh, if you're locked out of your house they'll come over to you um, like a jack of all trades master of none kind of thing. Um, but yeah they're usually good in most like in most general things like very very small things. Uh, so. You know those types of that type of stuff. So, um, so Saito uh, brings all those abilities over to um, over to uh, the other world, where he usually may, usually uses his lock picking to help out um, open treasure chests. Although, with how many treasure chests are trapped, I don't know if I would even open any of them. Um, <laughs> to be a completely honest with you, uh, but yeah, he's got some other skills as well. But uh, it's very interesting to watch because in this. Uh, you get to really see the difference between his world and um, this other world in the sense that you get to see um, how they all how um, everything kind of changes, you know. Because from his last world, nobody really cared about him all that much, because you know, oh, you know, you're a handyman, you're a guy for hire. You know, it's all about the customer. The customer is, you know, and <laughs> if you ever worked in retail, you know, uh, the customer is not always right. Uh, but you know, you get to see him kind of. Uh, deal with different aspects of um, his past life and seeing the difference in this life, right? So we've got a party of uh, four here. I was trying to bring up the characters. They only brought up uh, Saito for some reason Uh, instead of bringing up all of the characters, which annoys me right now. Um, Oh, they literally only have one. I'm trying to remember all of them. Uh, I I know there was the knight. Um, okay, so there's Relza, uh who is their their knight that kind of like a tank, so to speak. Um, that's basically what she does. Then there's uh, Laughing Pan, uh, who is like a fairy, um, and then Morlock, who is the um, who is the uh, 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 mage, which I talked about the the mage being kind of a very inter- interesting addition to this, because um, there's four people, they're all in different levels, and Morlock is like level 80-something, but he can't remember any of his spells. Uh, and so you get to see how they um, how they, uh, h- how the chemistry is. And I, I gotta be honest with you, like, the chemistry between those four is really what makes the show. It, it almost reminds me of like Konosuba in some ways. Um, not nearly as um like comedy centered, right? because there are some some real um, uh, some real like serious scenes in there. um, but it you know, ultimately it is it does have that comedy feel to it. um and they all kind of play off each other uh, in in some way. like each one of them has like a stupid um, kind of a a, a a stupid side to them, so it's really interesting to see. Um, but we also get like some side characters that I really thought were cool. Um, I'll just inter- I'll just talk about like the first character that you meet in episode one. Uh, I don't. By the way, I don't know how these characters interweave with the story if they're just showing them off as side characters. But um, there's this dwarf uh, who specializes in magic. Um, and if you guys are new to like the whole fantasy kind of thing, dwarves are usually terrible in magic. In fact, in some iterations of having dwarves uh, a lot of times they'll be uh, immune they'll be either um they'll be immune to magic or they will have uh an anti-magic kind of thing like they'll have some type of some type of but they usually have no affinity for magic uh whereas this dwarf has like high de- uh, it seems like he has like high defense and uh magic so he can just take a beating while he's saying the incantation and stuff so it was really cool to see um there's another character a couple of characters that you're met you mean like episode two um but i'll let you guys uh watch that but yeah handyman saito was a real surprise for me and i really like the the dynamic of everything i really like the pacing of it as well um there are like multiple episodes within an episode uh so you get to kind of see like snippets of, of different things but it also still feels very cohesive so Um, don't want to spend too much time on that, but, uh, I can't, uh, uh, if you guys want to start catching up, we'll start talking about more very specific things next week. Um, so yeah, like I said, I'm trying to keep it as open as possible so that if anybody does want to get into it, um, you guys have another week to kind of get ready for, um, the, for, for this, right. Except for My Hero Academia, that's the only one that I'll really talk about in, um, in, uh you know, in full, uh, so yeah, definitely check out Handyman Saito, it is really, really funny, uh, I, I knew Johnny would like it, he texted me the other day, he's like, dude, Handyman Saito is great, so I've, I've done my job, uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> next up is, uh, Giant Beast of Ars, uh, by the way, I don't know if I said Great Beast of Ars or Giant Beast of Ars, it's Giant Beast of Ars, um, and once again, it's spelled A-R-S-R's, um, and so, Uh, Yeah, this one's a very interesting one. Michael was the one that uh, suggested this one. He uh, it was really interesting watching because uh, the first two episodes are kind of just getting the main group together, and then uh, I mean there's only two episodes out right now, but um, the basic uh, premise is that the gods brought down the or you know made these giant beasts of ours uh <laughs> and, and from what i understand it could have been something else i can't remember exactly um oh okay never mind, never mind. uh so let me let me read the synopsis just so i don't get too far off the great beast created the land but humans stole it angered the beast began eating humans who in turn called upon the gods to fight the beast okay so now i understand okay sorry i thought they said that the gods summoned them or something like that yeah, yeah whatever uh same thing either way um, so the idea is is um that there are uh these things called there's paladins and clerics I think is what they call it um and the idea is is that they fuse to become one being and the cleric is like uh the one that ultimately has a lot of the power and the paladin is the one that is doing a lot of the physical work like uh uh you know when, when they when they transform it's basically the paladin who takes on all the cleric's abilities and all that kind of stuff uh but one of the things with the clerics is that they end up uh being uh having this thing called miasma uh coming out of them and so they need a cleric to um excuse me they need a paladin to channel all that kind of stuff in uh or else they just kind of go rampant. and also apparently it leads the, it, it can make the 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 giant beast Uh, go crazy as well so um the whole first episode is trying to setting up this uh cleric who is by the way if i'm getting that wrong cleric i I, i'm not completely sure but basically they're these people who is uh these people who are uh who have special kind of power so let's just let's just say they're called clerics either way um it's a very interesting series, right? Um, it, it, like I said, it doesn't really. Uh, it has a a rich background. It kind of starts to. I, one thing I will say is that it does a couple of, um, like twenty years later, like time skip type things, uh, which didn't bother me. Like I, I know if you guys have listened to me a lot of, for a while. You'll know that I'm not a big fan of time skipping, but this one was fine. It wasn't. It's just when the time skip happens so much that you can't even tell what time period you're in. Uh, this one was pretty pretty straightforward with it. Uh, besides that, we have all the the typical tropes, right? Really, uh, pretty young girl who eats a lot, uh, some junkard. Who doesn't want to be a hero? chefed uh, into that role, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, we also like to me. I have a I have a lot of like intrigue about this because I'm I've always liked seeing um, character based things, right? In terms of uh, like you know this character. Oh, I wonder when this character is going to fight this character. That's all that I'm thinking in like the first episode when they start introducing some of the other people. I'm really interested to see what'll happen. Um, and yeah, we get a really good story. Uh, the main characters are, uh, Kumi is the cleric that is the main cleric that I was talking about before. Um, uh, and then Jiro is, uh, one of the main characters. I don't want to spoil too much just in case, like I said, if you haven't seen it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's a very interesting, and you get to see how the people have also adapted, right? Because a lot of the, the stuff from the giant beasts are used to, um... Are used to trade, right? So, like, the, they'll they'll drop. Like, I mean, you, if you guys play World of Warcraft or anything like that, you'll know. Like, giant bosses leave stuff. So that's kind of what the they they're doing there. Whenever they they have they find a giant beast, they'll try and uh, um, bring lure the giant beast closer to the town where the walls are and just like bombard it, carpet bombing is what they said. Um, so yeah, it's a very interesting story. I'd like to once again, I'd like to talk about this more in detail when we get. Uh, more of you into it once again. Uh, but yeah, that'll be more next week. Why don't we start going off into Trigun Stampede. So I read, a, I, I tr- I'm trying not to read too many of the comments because unlike Michael and maybe Johnny, I've never seen Trigun. Um, it was one of those ones that I wanted to see for a while. And so, yeah, I'm really interested in seeing it. Um, one thing I will say is that I've, I've seen a couple comments on the Crunchyroll section. Uh, that are people who have watched the original one and are very, uh, mad about the, the beginning. Because in the beginning, um, there are, there's typically a, um, or at least from what Michael was telling me, there uh, was a lot of stuff that was, like, introduced that really, uh, the last series, um, the original Trigun, uh, kept secret till a lot later, and so a lot of people are annoyed that they apparently they revealed some big secret. Um, once again, I like the fact that I'm watching this blind because I don't really know any of the twists and turns that are going to be happening. So I'm interested to see, excuse me, what will happen um, in that. But uh, yeah, one thing I have to say, right? So this is like CG animation type stuff, but a really good one, dude. The frame rate never dropped. Like this is. Uh, prime CG, dude. Like I, um if you guys have ever seen like Knights of Sidonia, early Ruby, um, that type of stuff. This one is like the exact opposite. It is very, very good, dude. It is it is super awesome watching it. Um, and there were a couple of scenes where I was like, bro, it just looks so good, man. And that's not. It's very rare for a CG. So in terms of animation, it is killing it. Um, in terms of story, I'm pretty invested already. But once again. It's hard to say, right? It's hard to say because there are so many people who watch the original *TriGun*. Um, the, the original *TriGun* is a classic, and it's put up there with other anime a lot, uh, you know, like *Cowboy Bebop*, all that type of stuff. So for a lot of people, they're, you know, I can understand they're they're going to be mad about the iteration, the nif- different iterations and stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, so. Uh, I don't know how much of this follows the original. Um, uh, but we have try. Uh, we have uh, try. Excuse me. We have a uh, Vash. Uh, the Stampede, who is uh, is, trying to remember what they know him as, it's like the the Hurricane or something like that. And it's a very like post-apocalyptic uh, time where um, everybody's on this deserted planet. Now, in the first episode, we get a little bit of backstory, but I don't want to spoil too much of that for anybody that kind of wants to see it and be like, well, I wonder what he's talking about. So, uh, but, you know, then we get uh, get to know a little bit more about the, the wasteland. And it kind of reminds me of, like, Fallout. I don't know if you guys ever played Fallout, but it's very, like, post-apocalyptic desert, uh, the no clean water, that type of stuff. So it's really interesting. it's, it's Interesting to see what's going on um, in the world because uh, we kind they kind of gave us a little bit of a tease in the first episode. Once again, I'm not trying to spo- I'm trying not to spoil here. Um, that kind of goes into maybe why the the planets like this. But I really like uh, Vash's uh, attitude. Um, if you guys hear Vash's voice, I'm pretty sure he is the same voice as. Uh, Bell Cronell. uh, he, dude, he does so much stuff, um, uh, oh, you know, I might be, I might be wrong about that, actually, I don't, I don't know if, uh, let's see if I can, pre- and by the way, I don't know if that is the same voice actor, yeah, it is the same voice actor as Bell Cronell. but anyway, I don't know if this is the same voice actor as the original Vash the Stampede, um, or the original Trigun, um, you know, so, uh, you know, just throw that out there. I don't know if he's the original Trigun person as well. Um, I thought he did somebody in, I thought he did like, um, oh man, Demon Slayer, uh, Tanjiro, but I could, I could be wrong about that too. I can't, I can't tell off the top of my head. Either it's that or he does, uh, um, one of the other dudes. I can't remember, but either way, um, it's really well voiced. I really like it. And I hear that they're getting, at least from what Michael was telling us last week, uh, that they're getting uh, Johnny Young Bosch back for uh, Trigun, which if you guys don't remember, he was the uh, original Vash the Stampede. So uh, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm interested in seeing, um, in seeing it. And I'm interested in uh, figuring out a little bit more of the story. And once again, like I said, I like that I'm watching this without, too much um behind it uh too much like sp- uh, spoiler stuff behind it or you know being a fan of the original just because like i said i'm kind of seeing it through fresh eyes and i after this i wanna watch the original um just because i i think it it could really uh uh bring a lot of uh clarity to it and i can probably understand a little bit more of what people are going through in terms of why they're so disappointed with it um but so far dude this is this is freaking good this is really good um i like Merrill, uh, the the two reporters that are that are looking that uh are accompanying vash for a little bit um it's really interesting to see uh see how um how they how the the chemistry is with this with this group uh we have the hardened reporter and the young reporter who wants to like run head first at everything so yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far, dude. Uh, but yeah, once again, another one I want to keep a, a tight lip on until next week, and then we'll talk a little bit more about it. But one thing that I'm not going to keep a tight lip about is My Hero Academia Season 6 uh, episode... Oh, man, I have it right here. 128. Uh, we've got a break-in into um, uh, Tartarus, which is the facility that All for One is being held in, uh, facilitated by All for One... <laughs> Uh, controlling Shigaraki. Um, th- this episode was very interesting because we're we're kind of getting. It's. I gotta say, this whole uh, season. I'm just gonna count all of season six as like 25 episodes instead of being like 12. Is this season right? Um, this whole season has been very, very um, like heroes are winning, villains are winning, and it's never like anywhere in between. Like heroes are really winning or villains are really winning. It's not really an in between state right um you know in the beginning of it we had uh uh you know in the uh in the beginning of it we had heroes had the upper hand then villains had the upper hand then shigaraki you know all that stuff so it's very interesting to seeing like each each one of these episodes just flip-flop who's winning um and even after the battle you know, we get to see who's winning, right? Uh, obviously, All for One. Uh, and by the way, I have to say, I, I'm very happy to see All for One back. Um, I just, as much as I like Shigaraki as a villain, I just don't see him as, like, the true villain. I just don't see him like that. Um, he 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 can be a one of the main villains, but I just don't see him as, like, a main villain. Even though he is a threat, don't get me wrong. But all for one just seems like a better fit for that over that all-encompassing role. Um And I don't I don't know exactly why that is, if I'm being honest with you. I, I think he's just got more of a presence to him than Shigaraki. Um but yeah, we get to see a little bit of that. Um I'm wondering though if we're gonna see a little bit more of Spinner um eventually maybe leave the group because he's more in line with Hero Killer Stain. Speaking of which, we got to see a little bit of a cameo from him. Um, in the, uh, in the, in Tartarus, I believe it's hard to tell hero killer state looks very weird. Uh, so I can't tell if, you know, what he looks like without his mask on. Um, but I'm pretty sure I saw him. We saw muscular come out. Uh, yeah, it was very interesting. We also saw the girl who is who appears in the intro. Um, yeah, the, the, the OP. So I'd be interested to see who some of these people are, um, but yeah, man, we get to we get to see a lot of uh, different aspects of this. Uh, I'm kind of blanking out on some of the other parts of this episode. If I'm being honest with you guys, I'm really like really mad at myself that I can't remember um, too much else here. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and go through the episode as I'm like talking to you guys right now. Um, but yeah, uh, another thing that I was thinking about is just how much. Oh, I'm sorry, we got to see the hospital. That's right, we got to see the hospital. Um, that was kind of Kind of interesting because um you know when we when we talk about uh uh you know the aftermath like we wanna see what the aftermath of the of the kids are, and we gotta see the aftermath a lot of like in uh endeavors po- uh popularity going way down right like uh, I mean it sucks too because you know his kids have to deal with the aftermath of it um we get to see um uh, uh what was it we get to see the uh uh Bakugo get out of bed uh which by the way man Bakugo is always just so awesome you know he he has like this duality to him where he's super 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 um really like angry all the time but also he's very you can tell he really cares about Deku um and we get to also see um you know we also get to see the fact that uh uh Todoroki has basically, or Shoto, has basically resigned himself to having to fight his brother, Toma, uh, Toya, or Dabi. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see what happens from here on out because now we have Deku in a, a coma. He's the only one that hasn't woken up. Um, and I'd really like to see what we're going to... Because, you know, if you remember last... Uh, two or three seasons ago, uh, he... The the doctor actually said, like, hey, you got to stop using your... Uh, Something about, like, the arm damage that he was dealing dealing with uh, became so great that that's why he eventually started doing kicks and stuff. So, I'm interested to see if that actually has an effect, right? Is he going to have to uh, start doing maybe more, some more Gran torino's type stuff? I don't know. So... Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm super stoked for the season, like the rest of the season. Um, it has just been fire. And even when it's kind of on the low end, like I, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago or something like that, but I knew eventually we we're going to get like a shorter end to this or, uh, not a shorter end, uh, um, a slower, uh, burn to the rest of the season. But yeah, it's, uh, even then it's been really, really good. So, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see, uh, a little bit more. Um, and I can't remember exactly if this is in the preview or not, so I'm not going to say too much about it, but it does involve best genus and it looked really cool. Uh, so yeah, I again, I don't remember if that was in the, uh, in the, uh, tra- in the trailer or not, but either way, guys, I am super duper interested in seeing the rest of this. I, I, I just cannot wait for, um the next episode and dude, I gotta say, this has been like the uh I think this is a season to beat for any My Hero Academia um season. Like this absolutely is like the bees knees of seasons for sure. Um it has just been like non stop roller coaster action and I I'm just like like a little school kid, dude, just every, every Saturday morning, like, yeah, where's my hero academia? I need it. I need it. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So, um, either way, that's all I really remember. Uh, I'm, I was going to try and find the episode, but I think I remember most of it. Um, either way, guys, uh, remember, we're going to talk more in depth next week on, uh, each episode or each, uh, series. So make sure you catch up on all of them. Once again, those series are handyman Saito in another world. um, giant beast of ours uh ours being spelled a-r-s trigun stampede and my hero academia season six uh so either way guys hopefully you enjoyed this uh once again michael and johnny should be back next week uh remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box also if you'd like to email us you can email us at anime casuals with an s real r-e-a-l at gmail.com but as always guys don't forget to keep it casual